0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 120 2020. This is my daily news that even plants Craven Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, I'm hungover, I'll be your host today, (laughs) and with that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN written by Matt Perslow, Dying Light 2 delayed with no new release date. Developer Techland has announced that it has delayed the launch of Dying Light 2. The zombie survival game was originally due to release Spring 2020, and Techland has offered no indication as to when it now plans to release the game. Posted on Twitter, a statement from CEO pal Merchuka said, We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2. But unfortunately, we need more development time to f- fulfill our vision. We will have more details to share in the coming months and we'll get back to you as soon as we have more information. Dying Light 2 had never even been given a firm release date, but the spring 2020 window was fast approaching. By not providing an updated release date or window, Techland has freed itself from time constraint and, in theory, given itself indefinite time in order to bring Dying Light 2 to the standards that the team is chasing. While internally things are no doubt more complicated, it's clear that the team has decided more time is required to work on the project. I mean, more time is always good. Hopefully, it's not as much crunch for them, but cool. Get the game out when it gets out, buddy. Second is from IGN and written by Adele Anchors. Studio Ghibli films will exclusively stream on Netflix. Netflix has officially acquired exclusive streaming rights to Studio Ghibli's film catalog for all regions outside of North America and Japan. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Netflix will add 21 iconic feature films from the beloved Japanese art house to its service in monthly waves with the first set of titles expected to drop on February 1st, 2020 for subscribers in Asia Pacific, Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Latin America. Per the report, the release schedule for the Studio Ghibli titles is outlined as follows. February 1st, 2020, Castle in the Sky, My Neighbor Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Only Yesterday, Porco Rosso, Ocean Waves, and Tales from Earthsea. Next up is March 1st, 2020, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, Princess Mononoke, my personal favorite Ghibli film, and one of my all-time favorite anime films ever. My Neighbors, The Yamadas, Spirited Away, The Cat Returns, Ariety, The Tale of the Princess Koguga, April 1st, 2020, Pompoko, Whisper of the Heart, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo on the Cliff by the Sea, from up on Poppy Hill, The Wind Rises, and When Marnie Was There. As part of the landmark deal, Netflix will provide subtitles in 28 languages for the catalog of films and dub them in up to 20 languages. This is a dream come true for Netflix and millions of our members, said Aram Yukabayan, Netflix's director of original animation. Studio Ghibli's animated films are legendary and have enthralled fans around the world for over 35 years. We're excited to make them available in more languages across Latin America, Europe, Africa, and Asia, so that more people can enjoy this whimsical and wonderful world of animation. In this day and age, there are various great ways a film can reach audiences. Studio Ghibli producer Toshio Suzuki added in a separate statement, We've listened to our fans and have made the definitive decision to stream our film catalog. We hope people around the world will discover the world of Studio Ghibli through this experience. If you've never seen a Ghibli film, please... Watch them when they come on Netflix. They're some of the best animated films and maybe just some of the best films you will ever watch. So heartfelt, so amazing, just wonderfully crafted pieces of art. Third is from IGN and written by P.D. Oneto. Ubisoft sues website that allegedly facilitated Didi attacks or DDoS attacks. Ubisoft is suing a website that allegedly sells subscriptions to a server that distributes denial-of-service DDoS attacks on Rainbow Six Siege players, according to a report by Polygon. The lawsuit was filed on Thursday against website SNG.1. On the outside, the website sells plans to companies who want to evaluate the security of their website, according to Eurogamer. When Ubisoft went to investigate, they found they could get access to servers from Epic Games Fortnite, EA's FIFA 20, Activision's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and more. When executed, the DDoS attacks flood the R6 servers, Resident, or not Resident Evil, <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege servers, overload, overload its network, slow down on the servers, and often cause a complete server crash, disconnecting all players engaged in the Rainbow Six Siege match on the targeted server, and thereby ending their game prematurely. The lawsuit reads, even when the DDoS attacks do not result in a server crash, however, they nonetheless disrupt and interfere with access to the Rainbow Six Siege servers. Defendants have weaponized these DDoS attacks, providing some players looking for an unfair advantage with ability to cheat. Ubisoft announced plans to counter DDoS attacks in September that resulted in a 93% decrease in attacks by the end of October. The lawsuit mentions, a time when it's believed SNG.1 responded to Ubisoft's original plans in September. The Twitter account for SNG wrote, Good job, Ubisoft. Keep the work up. A company with the post. <laughs> a company with the post is a picture from The Simpsons with Bart writing on the chalkboard. The writing on the chalkboard appears to be edited. We will ban every D The tweet has since been taken down, according to Polygon, but a screenshot of it was placed in the lawsuit. Ubisoft claims in the lawsuit that this means SNG was well aware of both Ubisoft's actions as well as their own. For now, Ubisoft is seeking damages and court fees while it petitions a court to shut down the alleged DDoS service. What a smart thing to kind of like market your site as internet security to check how like secure it is and just be total dicks and just do DDoS attacks. That is awesome. I mean, not awesome for the players. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a good friend. It's a good friend. And last is from IGN, written by Pete Onetto. England's top mental health nurse says games push kids into gaming or gambling habits. England's top mental health nurse wants game publishers to restrict microtransaction sales to children because of its possible relation to gambling. Claire Murdoch, National Health Service, England's mental health director, released a report that calls for fair and realistic spending limits on loot boxes for gaming publishers to give consumers a percentage chance they have of obtaining the items they want before they purchase. The report also called for some serious reckoning on behalf of the video game industry, calling for the gaming industry to face up to responsibilities to protect players from potential harms and an industry levy to support independent research on long-term effects of gaming. Frankly, no company should be setting kids up for addiction by teaching them to gamble on the content of these loot boxes, Murdoch said. No firm should sell to children loot boxes with this element of chance. So yes, those sales should end. The report from Murdoch wants gaming companies to do more about restricting younger players from playing games with a rating outside of their age range. It also mentions that half of UK parents let their children play a game with a mature rating without having seen any of the games themselves, and that there have been cases of children purchasing micro microtransactions without their parents' knowledge. This comes about three months after NHS opened a clinic for gaming addiction and less than a year after the World Health Organization announced that gaming disorder will be classified as a disease in 2022. Up to 15 new gambling clinics will be available in England to address people's aged 35 to 25 who are struggling with mental health addiction in topics related to social media and video games. Young people's health is at stake. And although the NHS is stepping up with these new innovative services available to families through our long-term plan, we cannot do this alone. So other parts of society must do what they can to limit risks and safeguard children's well-being, Murdoch said. Think of the children. We're back to this. It's like the 90s all over again. If you're going to ban loot boxes and games, then you got to ban Pokemon cards, you got to ban Yu-Gi-Oh cards, you got to ban any trading card game that has booster packs and you don't know what's in or the percentage of what's going to be in it compared to what you want. It's so, such a ridiculous notion, people. Like, let's get this shit together. Can we get some sort of gaming board made for all countries? That way, these other experts from other fields get the hell out of this and uh, we can kind of like regulate ourselves because that would be just peachy. And that is the news for today. Thank you for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we used to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast and listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds. Twitch at DadsBeardsNerds, Instagram at podcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we produce and release. So next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.